Good afternoon, uh, good morning, depending on where you are in the world today. Um, I'm Matt Heider, I'm the CEO at Nautilus Labs, and I'm here today to talk about our perspective on operational excellence and the belief that we have that transparency and accountability are really foundational to achieving that inside of a shipping company. Um, want to acknowledge uh, the folks at Capital Link for the opportunity today and really appreciate um, everyone's time and attention. I know uh, in New York, we are still in quarantine, so I'm coming to you from the lovely confines of, of my apartment. Um, but for those of you who are back in the office, Godspeed, hope it's going well. Uh, we look forward to getting there soon here in New York City. Um, in terms of the dialogue today, you know, I, I'll try to make this um, as engaging as humanly possible. Uh, we'll hold the Q&A until um, after the, the presentation. Um, but in the context of what we're going to share, hopefully it's enlightening, it shows our point of view, it shows you a little bit about what we're trying to accomplish as a business with our clients. Um, and ultimately, uh, maybe it's a little thought provoking and provocative uh, towards the end. You know, when we think about operational excellence in shipping, what we see at Nautilus is in the last few years, there's been a renewed focus on it across organizations driven by some external factors that aren't necessarily in the direct control of shipping companies. So when you think about sustainable finance, it was a year ago the Poseidon principles were announced. I think at the time there might've been some skepticism. People weren't sure um, what the, the net outcome would be. But obviously what we've seen since then is the institutions that support it really getting behind it vocally and in their actions. We see uh, businesses producing more ESG reports and reporting on their governance and, and the way that they're uh, being responsible stewards of the world. Uh, and we think that's great. And we, we're excited that that's uh, gotten traction. We think that will continue to drive some positive change here. Correlated uh, but different is the increasing environmental regulation that we're seeing um, in the market. I think, you know, obviously it goes without saying that um, COVID-19, um, the pandemic, the economic crisis, the human crisis, the human rights crisis really uh, for crews out at sea has really put IMO 2020 on the back burner for now. There isn't much of a price dislocation between heavier fuel oil and low sulfur fuel oil. Um, but we still believe that environmental regulation is going to be a big driver of change, especially as we move beyond sulfur um, and really start looking at carbon and its impact on the world and ways to mitigate carbon emissions inside our industry. This concept of vessel yield, I wouldn't say is new, but I would say there is ever more focus on it. You know, historically our industry is a asset play. You buy low, you sell high, and your economic return is based on um, when you buy in and sell out during that asset cycle. Over the last 10, 12 years, we've seen the asset cycle disrupted. Um, and especially in this current economic environment, eking out every last dime of profit from a vessel is the imperative. And so um, rather than thinking about a, a ship just as a, an asset that you buy, hold, and then sell um, and try to achieve return on it in the course of time, every day, every voyage, every action in between a voyage can be optimized to make sure you're getting the maximum yield from a ship. The final point here, uh, you know, maybe the one that's a little bit provocative. Uh, I don't think so, based on what we're seeing from major stakeholders in the market, but we do see an evolving relationship between owners and charters um, in our client base and out in the market. So when we think about, even when we first started a few years ago, you know, TK, when they came to us, a major imperative in working with us was trying to drive a better relationship with their end client, with their charter. Um, and we see that happening more and more across the market and with other shipping companies in the industry. 
Um, and there's different ways this can evolve, but ultimately it can break down some of the root causes of that broader dysfunction and efficiency that exists inside of shipping. Um, and so excited to talk about that. We'll get to that um, towards the end of the presentation. For those of you who have heard us speak before, uh, I, you know, true and still very true and will always be true that we'll advocate for more data, more insight, being better. Um, we believe that data-driven decision-making is the way to ultimately drive maximum operational efficiency. When you look at sort of where we started as a company, it was really looking at the difference between noon data and the type of error that introduces into successive decision-making cycles. We've seen uh, evidence published by major institutions that are not Nautilus that says there's up to 20% error margins on noon-based decision-making. And when you shift to high-frequency data, you're able to reduce the bars on that error. What is true for operational excellence inside of shipping companies is that it requires technology adoption like the transition high-frequency data, as well as just transforming the way that teams and businesses work together uh, to solve for those economic outcomes that matter. That was controversial or probably more controversial a few years ago. I think what we're seeing today, particularly in this environment where many people are dialing into this presentation from home and teams are figuring out how to work together as distributed teams, those that were used to being in the office every day, um, working together, getting to the room to make decisions, they have to figure out how to do it asynchronously um, and remotely. And so all of this is driving more technology adoption broader than even just what we advocate for with fleet optimization. I think part of the reason for that is that we've seen this evolution in our daily lives already. Um, you know, it's hard to sit down with stakeholders inside of a shipping company and not acknowledge that everyone's seen this transition. So, you know, I certainly remember the days of having road atlases uh, tucked in the backseat of, of my car uh, using, I found my first job in the classified ads in a physical paper newspaper. Um, these types of things, you know, have changed dramatically. And I think obviously the idea of Google Maps ways is a, a good analogy in terms of synthesizing all this data, data supplied by users into the platform, data that's collected, uh, you know, from map and traffic information, data that's collected from businesses. So you know when their operating hours are. All of this can be used and synthesized to make better decisions in our daily lives. And that's true when we're navigating voyages in our cars, that's true in terms of online banking, the financial services, social networking, the list goes on and on and on ultimately to technologies like Zoom that we're using right now. When we experience this type of evolution in our daily lives, it's hard not to strive for that same evolution inside of our working lives. And the reality is, is that when shipping companies rely on noon data, that means they mostly rely on intuition and instinct to make their decisions. And that gets you very far but we believe it can be augmented quite a bit with better real-time forward-looking predictive decision-making tools. And ultimately, you know, we've been fortunate to see that industry leaders are embracing technology for operational excellence. Um, we, you know, a lot of the companies that are represented uh, here today, you know, some that we talk about quite vocally globally, like, like Eagle Bulk, Dorian LPG, uh, TK, um, our representative on the panels, others that we're starting relationships with are also here. We think that's emblematic of the companies that are vocal and focused on operational excellence, also being intently focused on that technology adoption to drive change and understanding that ultimately some competitive advantage for their business will derive from adopting that type of technology to drive change. 
But I think it's, it's, it's really important for us to talk about how that works. What do we mean? How is operational excellence a source of competitive advantage? And how does operational excellence just not become another buzzword like optimization and performance um, and these other you know, words that we hear all the time, digitalization. This is how we think about it at Nautilus. We think about it as being a holistic, self-reinforcing life cycle. It starts with that foundation of transparency and accountability. You know, moving from a point in time, remember three years ago, sat down with a technical manager. He observed to me that he wasn't sure where his vessels were at any point in time with any reliability. He wasn't sure where they had been, where they were going, kind of the basics of a vessel position list. And that was just a simple challenge that he wanted to solve. That foundation of having intraday insight into the activities that are going on inside of a fleet, helping to triage and manage by exception, that's where it all starts. Without that, you can't build on top of that to achieve better outcomes. And you're missing the low hanging fruit that you can solve just by having awareness and accountability around the actions that are taken across a fleet. From there, we move to this concept of data-driven decision-making with KPIs. So once you have that foundational data, you're able to benchmark, you're able to set an expectation, and you're able to share what you believe uh, should, the company should focus on uh, and acknowledge as most important. You know, at Nautilus, we focus on uh, a process that started at Google called objectives and key results. And we do this on a quarterly basis where we identify what the most important things are for our business uh, in the upcoming quarter, we tie back specific measurable key results that indicate that we're achieving that objective. And then we track it openly across the entire business across the course of the quarter. As a, as a startup, as a younger company, you know, we iterate more quickly. Our objectives might change more rapidly. We have to be more adaptable to a changing environment as we've certainly seen in the last few months. Shipping companies, because they uh, you know, have clear pre predictive intelligence about what they're trying to accomplish, what their stakeholders want from them, what their business means. It can be less iterative, but it's no less important to establish an expectation, track performance against the expectation so that you can continually raise the bar inside of your business. Importantly, that also ties back to correlating every KPI with a specific economic outcome that matters for the business. And so we often talk at Nautilus about optimizing commercial performance and no, we're not specifically saying that we are going to tell you three months from now where your vessels should be placed. We think that is an important component of commercial performance. We also think that better awareness, intelligence, and decision-making across the set of voyages that your vessels make will also lead to a commercial competitive advantage for you, whether it's pricing, claims risk mitigation, or just optimizing for a specific outcome from a voyage that you can achieve in real time. And it is this reinforcing life cycle of transparency and accountability, KPI-based data-driven decision-making, and a holistic focus on outcomes that can reinforce over time. If you understand the outcomes, you know the data you need to build transparency, you can determine the KPIs that you need to set, you can focus on achieving those outcomes as they change or evolve. So I don't wanna to spend too much time on, on our products. I really just wanna share our thinking on the topic at hand, but um, for those of you who aren't acquainted, you know, we are based in New York and Singapore. Uh, we have a cloud-based SaaS solution that's accessible to any user at any time. The foundation of, of how we've built this ourselves is integrating different data sets from disparate providers uh, into a single unified view. So we've worked with literally hundreds of hardware providers, software providers, 
companies that facilitate data transmission in order to synthesize information in a single view. So you can have your uh, manually reported data, your commercial data, high frequency sensor data, of course, uh, maps, weather, routes, all in one uh, user friendly interface. So that each of the teams inside of a shipping business have the information available to them to make better decisions on a daily basis, whether they're in the operations team, the technical team, the chartering team, or of course, um, the crew itself. Going back to that example of OKRs that we use in our business, we think this all starts at a fleet level with KPI awareness across a fleet and then for each vessel. So that you have the flexibility, depending on your segment and the operating paradigm you're using for your business, to set the KPIs that matter for you, ensure that everyone is, has that information available. We've seen some of the leading shipping companies in the industry apply this type of methodology to consistently raise performance. We advocate oftentimes for companies to institute incentives to achieve these KPIs. If we focus economic outcomes for the individuals and the stakeholders involved on achieving these KPIs, the likelihood of our success of achieving those um, is ever greater. And of course, with a platform like ours, it's elemental that the information is accessible in real time to anyone and that we can notify and alert you around unexpected occurrences or uh, exceptions that you wanna manage to uh, in the course of a daily business. That's all part and parcel of what we do as an organization. And I think that interoperability with really any software or hardware provider in the industry and our commitment to that partnership in that way is what facilitates this unified view of data. What's really exciting though, is the outcomes that you can begin to unlock when you build on this foundation of transparency and accountability. Voyage optimization is one of the best examples we have of that today, where whether you're trying to maximize your total economic profit over the course of multiple voyages, a specific net profit target on an existing voyage, hitting the ETA, whatever it is, we're able to synthesize all of this information, taking predictive data about the route and whether your vessel is facing and use it to, to develop an instruction that gives the crew in real time the recommended RPM or power to achieve the outcome that matters for your business. We are very excited about this because our clients are very excited about this because they can see demonstrable returns. You know, when the tanker market was hot, we saw six-figure uplift on single voyages uh, by using this optimization. Routinely, we see three, four, five percent uplift on voyages by using this optimization. Um, it's really the foundation of what we're building towards the business because we think that over the course of time, this notion of a ship as a set of linked voyages means that all the decisions you make about a vessel can be tied into this type of algorithm and used to optimize a successive set of voyages over the course of time and not just the voyage that you're on today. And I will, moving on. But, so voyage optimization is great. Um, and it starts to harken to this idea of how transparency can become a competitive advantage in the market. What do we mean by that? So at the foundation, we understand that businesses like working with partners they can trust, with partners that hold themselves accountable, with partners who will demonstrate the value that they're delivering to their business in a transparent way. That's part and parcel of the way that evolution works. It's also true that if you become a more efficient business, your chances of winning the market 
are raised. And over the course of time, we think that we'll see a trend of the businesses that embrace technology adoption really focus on, on eking out every ounce of vessel yield and hold operational excellence at the center of the business will be the ones that win in the market and the laggards will move to the margins of the commercial competitive space. That's likely to occur. We think that we've seen that in certain segments as a trend over the course of the last few years, and we expect to see that to continue to come to fruition today. And so that's how the internal competency of transparency and accountability can be a competitive advantage. What's really interesting though, is the ways that we can begin to address some of the systemic fundamental dysfunctions that produce broader inefficiency in the market. And this is, shouldn't be controversial to say that there are basic dynamics between charters and owners that are oftentimes fundamentally broken. There is a lack of mistrust. There is information and asymmetry. There are misaligned incentives. And when we look at the macro level at what produces inefficiency in the industry, this broken relationship is the root cause for a lot of it. It's not true for every company. We see some clients and certainly clients that we work with often strive for really healthy relationships in this regard. And what we see them doing is taking that to a next level. The best, most pristine example of this ties back to voyage optimization, which is if you have a vessel on time charter, you don't really care about voyage outcomes. You know, the fuel bill is not on your tab if you're the owner, but your client does. And so at Nautilus, what we're able to do is provide voyage optimization as a service to the charters of the owners that we work with. And it's a unique value add from the owner. It's additional value add for the charter working with Nautilus and it unlocks the potential of this data. So it's not about using data to hit people over the head in claims and you know, be antagonistic about outcomes, but it's about solving for the same problem, which is ultimately reducing fuel consumption over the course of a voyage, ensuring that a vessel and a voyage are operated most efficiently. What we'd ask for you is to you know, partner with us to drive that operational excellence. Obviously, we're really proud to work with some industry leading uh, companies all around the globe. I think we're represented on every continent except for Australia today. Um, we have hundreds of ships signed to the platform. On the right-hand side, you see that a key part of that is the partnership that we strive for with businesses that we work with. Ocean King has a local partner uh, in Greece that we're excited to be working with, a number of technology partners from Hoppe in Germany, Danilek and Instec in Denmark, and of course, major players like Inmarsat to help owners unlock the value of their data. And we're, we're working across segments, so tankers, bulkers, railroad liner, um, and LNG ships, of course. We want to work with you. We are explicit about desiring your feedback and helping to drive our product direction. And that's what we focus on every day and partnering across the entire ecosystem. Ultimately, what we're achieving to accomplish is having ocean shipping lead the way to a carbon-free future. We know the carbon-free future is coming. It's a reality. Ocean shipping will be in that future regardless. It will still be the backbone of global trade. And so we have an opportunity collectively as industry to drive that transformation, to take ownership of it, and to show the rest of the world and the rest of the industries how to be more efficient in the future. Thank you, you know, so much for your time today. It's really a pleasure sharing our perspective. We're going to be over in the virtual booth for questions and answers here shortly. Uh, if you have any specific things you're curious about, please do reach out to me directly or reach out to our team. You can go to nautiluslabs.com to review our website. And Again, appreciate your time. Look forward to speak with you.